Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey teacher and welcome to another episode of Get Richer Teacher. Today's episode is going to be as cozy as a blanket and a cup of hot chocolate because we're going to talk about something that I bet you love as much as I do, which is books. <laughs> oh my god, I why didn't I earlier think of such an episode? I have no idea, but literally this has been so much pleasure coming up with the ideas of which books to talk to you about and also just you know sharing the love of books i know that there is even if there is only one thing that we've got in common i bet it's the love of reading and just learning new things and having new perspectives thanks to different literary texts so Today, I'm going to mainly focus on my favorite business and self-development books. I would say that most of them are rather self-development, but that also proves the point that I always make. Business is self-development on steroids. And because I've read those and have changed my perspective on so many different things, I think that's why literally my business is thriving. So a disclaimer here... (laughs) If, even if you read all of them, I'm not sure if that's going to mean that your business will thrive, but I think it's a good starting point. Um, I'm going to explain briefly why they and how they influenced my thinking and how they changed my perspective. Most of them are going to be in random order apart from one, the first one. So I hope you're as excited as I am. Take a notebook and a pen and write them down. I also am very sorry if you decide to splash out on buying all of them. (laughs) But I know I would be totally the same. So you're forgiven and books are literally the best thing that you can buy. I can, I literally never feel like I'm wasting money when I buy books. Let me know if you feel the same. So let's begin. I also wanted to tell you that most of those books I've read in form of an audiobook because um, so many of them have been read by their authors. And I think that's actually beautiful. That's actually so um, special that, um, you know, the author of the book was able to throw in a little comment here and there because many of them have. And it was actually quite magical to listen to that uh, in that way. There is also this feeling of um, like, you know, you might, you might not like audiobooks, which is absolutely understandable. Like, for example, 
I absolutely am obsessed with audio audiobooks. I listen to at least two or three a month. While my husband says that he he cannot get through them. Like if he listen, listens to something, he needs to have a dialogue of people talking to each other. If it's just one person reading something, then he usually gets distracted and bored and whatever. Just can't listen. So to be honest, I do have a similar pro problem. So I would never just sit down and listen to an audiobook. Um, it might be because I've got ADHD when I'm doing something quite mindless such as you know folding the laundry or washing my car or whatever I usually listen to an audiobook then I used to listen to them on my commute but that's no longer <laughs> required so now I just do some physical things while listening to my audiobooks so that's just what I wanted to say at the beginning and let me tell you about those wonderful, wonderful, beautiful books that have literally changed my life and I hope that some of them uh, will change yours in some way. Let me know if you've read any of them or if you're planning to read any of them. I would love to receive some messages uh, telling me about um, your favorite positions as well. Um, I'm always looking for inspiration when it comes to new books to read. So I'm going to start with the most important book. Uh, I don't know if it's the most important book I've ever read, but it's a book that literally changed me and changed my perspective. Um, it's called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's a book about unleashing your potential, how to do it and how to work in something that he calls your zone of genius. He describes how it feels to be in your zone of genius and it's actually quite magical. It also talks about uh, how we usually sabotage our own um, like kind of upgrades in life and how that happens usually subconsciously because of our mindset, because of our old experiences. So this book literally just proved to me that if I'm not doing something that I feel like it is my zone of genius, then I'm literally wasting my time. It helped me outsource so many tasks in my business. And it also just kind of validated my business idea. Because literally 80% of the time now, I in my business, I feel like I'm in my genius zone. So it's beautiful. It's magical. I highly, highly, highly recommend that. It's a book that will definitely change the way you think about yourself and your potential. And then the next book is by an author who is my uh, mentor when it comes to money and money mindset. I've read all of her books. Her name is Denise Duffield Thomas. And the one that I enjoyed the most was called Chillpreneur, uh, which has recently been rebranded to Chill and Prosper, just like Denise's podcast, which you might also want to listen to because it's great. It's a book about how to actually be an entrepreneur, but a relaxed one, someone who kind of uh, rebels against um, that kind of hassle mentality um, and, you know, just chills. And she validates the fact that it's okay not to work hard, that it's okay for things to be simple, that we sometimes resist that low-hanging fruit. That's actually one of the phrases that she uses. And again, it's it it's been great to listen to that. I think I might actually listen to it again very soon in the newest edition. 
Then the next book that helped me with my marketing and community building so much, and I've recommended it to so many of my clients, is called Superfans by Pat Flynn. It's a book about how to build um, basically a fan base rather than just a following on social media or rather than even a community. It's about that next level of um, fanship, let's say, and it's about people who become your natural ambassadors when you show your true colors. So there needs to be a point of connection. You need to what he calls... Uh, speak people's lyrics so you need to show that you deeply understand them and again I felt so validated because as a teacher I definitely speak teacher's language so it just showed me how important it is to know your niche well and how to develop that friendship so because it is a friendship um, so that they become your ambassadors and without even asking they just recommend you they just talk about you when you're not there this is literally the definition of having a very strong brand and teachers can definitely achieve that too because when you change somebody's life when you influence it with your service or with how you show up with with your message, people become your natural ambassadors and your super fans. Uh, so it's a great, great book uh, and a bit of a different way of looking at marketing. It, it, it makes it a bit more human. So highly recommend that one as well. The next one is by a lady who has become, because of her TED talk uh, about, uh, you know, getting things done. can't remember the title of the TED talk, but the name of the lady is Mel Robbins. And the book that I highly enjoyed was The High Five Habit. Again, I've um, recommended it to so many people. And the idea in this book is really, really simple. She talks about developing a good relationship with yourself and becoming your own cheerleader by developing a habit of high-fiving yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I know it may sound silly. And I thought, oh, but like, honestly, this book is so long. How could she talk about um, for so long about the stupid habit of high-fiving yourself? she can. And she also gives literally scientific evidence for how that works. And not only that, not only the habit, but in general, what confidence and working on your confidence, working on self-love, working on appreciating your wins, what that does to us and how it influences our choices and our actions. It's a fantastic book. And if you're low on confidence, if you're low on like that kind of feeling of self-worth, I highly recommend that one. Then the next book is a little bit less businessy, but it was just so, so, so inspiring. And I've always felt like a bit of an underdog, I guess, as a person from Poland. You know, I run an international business, but I'm not a native speaker. Um, also, I live in the UK, so I've always been like a little bit of an outsider. I don't feel like that anymore. But like, I always kind of felt a deep connection with other people who have historically been oppressed. So the book that, um, or actually there is two in a similar category, I would say, but the first one is Becoming by Michelle Obama. It's literally an autobiography, which is very interesting because I normally don't really read autobiographies. I find them, find them really boring and like, I don't feel like finding out about somebody's life, but this one 
literally changed the way I think about uh, people. It, she also proves that it's possible for everyone to become someone or who they want to be if they work hard enough. She, she shares the story of herself and obviously her husband and all the hardship that, that they've been through. And believe me, they've been through a lot. So she talks in with so much passion and so much um, like strength that truly just by listening to her voice, I felt like there was something moving inside me. And another person who is also like this, I would say the champion of the underdog, um, her name is Rachel Rogers. And she is, uh, she actually runs a business that whose headline is um, like helping business, helping people who have been historically oppressed build businesses. And it's amazing um, because she's written a book called We Should All Be Millionaires. And I, when I first saw the title, it kind of felt a bit weird. It felt like, you know, oh, that's, that's a bit oh, tacky, a bit greedy. And like all those money blocks just came up to the surface. But then when I read it and I read her compelling arguments, why good people especially deserve to be rich, deserve to have the money so that they can do good things with them. It literally changed my perspective completely. So I've actually been thinking about um, working with her closer. It might happen at some point because she run, she runs lots of uh, like coaching events and masterminds and things like that. So that might happen in the future. So Rachel Rogers, we should all be millionaires. I'm obviously going to link um, most of those titles in the description of um, this episode. All of the this, uh, all of those titles in the description of the episode. So don't worry. But uh, for now, I'm just telling you: um, if you've got money blocks, if you uh, have struggled sometimes with that feeling of not deserving, then this book is for you, definitely. Um, then the next book, again, not really business related, but it's something that helped me on my personal healing journey, because um, I don't know if that was a coincidence, I don't think it was, but at uh, quite early on, at the beginning of my business, I've decided to go back to therapy. My first ever experience with therapy therapy was um when I had my son and after a few months I realized I there was something wrong and I got diagnosed with postnatal depression and I had gone through some therapy then which helped but it was uh it was quite a short period and I knew there was still some trauma from childhood and lots of other things that I had to work through and I'm actually still in therapy which is helping me just become a better person so when I heard about this book called why has nobody told me this before by Dr. Uh, Dr. Huh, Julie I think Smith um, who apparently was a TikTok sensation which I didn't know about until I started reading the book it literally um, was like, oh my God, so good. Um, so the intention behind the book is that she shares some tools that people can definitely use in their own uh, everyday life to fight with 
um, fears and anxiety and like negative thinking and even things such as loss and grief and stuff like that. So there is quite a lot of heavy stuff there. But I bet that everyone can take something out of this that will be useful in your everyday life because we all struggle with those things and she says that not everybody will um, make a decision or will be able to afford or will just be able to go to therapy but she says her mission is to kind of equip people with those basic tools and honestly I've shared some of those things with clients. I've shared them with my husband. I've shared stories that I read in that book with random people because literally it's so useful that I don't know uh, why not, why more people are not talking about this. So definitely highly recommended. Then the next book, we're going back again to uh, more of a business, um, but life as well, I would say, um, focus is a book by Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect. It's a very short book, actually. It's on my Audible. It's only three or four hours, which is very short compared to all the other books I've read. But it's a book about something that I struggle with a lot. So I struggle with thinking, bigger picture thinking. So I do think in big pictures and I never focus on details. That's why uh, I always call myself an anti-perfectionist. I always call myself uh, a person who, who, like, I always think of what's going to happen, of the big picture of things. And then I kind of get overwhelmed because it's very, very hard for me to break things down into uh, smaller steps. So I found this book as easy as it may seem, um, literally eye-opening because it showed me what actually the compound effect is, like how small actions can have an effect in the future when they build up into something bigger. Because this this might also be you if you struggle with perfectionism, because you, you might resist to start a certain thing until you know that you're going to be perfect at it. But you're never going to be perfect. So what he suggests there is tiny, tiny, tiny actions. And he gives like literally real life examples. He also gives examples out from outside business, like losing weight or becoming more active or actually gaining weight and it's been super super interesting to uh, read about that in so much detail to realize how small everyday actions actually matter um, then the next book and it's something that I've read recently and I really highly enjoyed is a book by two guys one is called Keller and the other one Papasan and the book is called The One Thing. It's a book about um, mainly about productivity but then when I started actually reading it it blew my mind. There are two chapters that literally changed my perspective towards um, two things. One willpower and number two work-life balance. Honestly he busts myths around willpower. I've always had a problem with willpower because as an IADHD person, there is no such thing in my life. There is either 
action and too much of it and hyper focus or complete inaction so I cannot make myself do things and I've always wondered why that is and he explained how it works and also scientifically how that is might not seem like it's related to the one thing but it is believe me and then he also busts the myth of work-life balance and uh, he challenges that kind of ambition that people have nowadays to have balance because he says there is no such thing there is only imbalance but it's about how you manage the time um, that you spend in that imbalance and that was honestly mind-blowing I haven't even finished the last chapter of the book but I already know that it will influence many things that I think about um, how I do things in my life and in my business then the next thing, again, a little bit less, um, a little bit less connected to business, but definitely eye-opening. Were actually two books by Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, one of them was called Outliers, and the other one, Talking to Strangers. So, Talking to Strangers was uh, such a random book, uh, random in a way that. I picked it up at the airport and I didn't even think about what it would be about. I just started listening. And again, it's, oh my God, blew my mind. It's all about biases that we create when it comes to people that we come into interactions with. He talks about how a policeman or might um, see a black person and why there are some unconscious biases and why they might act in a certain way and like it may seem obvious but the way he explains it is is absolutely mind-blowing I highly recommend it just to challenge your own views about other people and especially if you struggle with sometimes possibly being judgmental because I definitely do that it changed my Uh, my thinking around that. Then there is the other book, Outliers, which talks about high achievers. And it's just, it's quite controversial because the book talks about how those high achievers had actually better chances in life and also what it took for them to become those high achievers. It's really, really, really interesting and actually gives lots of hope when it comes to becoming better at something. So, Again, an interesting position to look into. And at the end, um, I've got two more. One of them is quite a classic. I bet you've heard about it. And it was interesting. I'm not mentioning it as uh, like a favorite book of mine, but I definitely learned quite a few things from it. It's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's a book about how to build habits. Basically, I do struggle a lot with positive habits and building new habits in exchange for old habits and stuff like that. There is still a lot of resistance in me. I think the ADHD isn't helping either, but definitely I've learned some techniques and also definitely one of the most important things that I there that I learned there is that the drive towards doing something or becoming something good at something is going to or might make it or break it um so it's it's a very practical book you can literally start using the techniques that that he teaches the minute you read about them so i highly recommend it 
And then the last one, and it's like a special mention because it's a very different book to what I usually um, read. It's a book by Brianna West. And it's again something very random that I picked up uh, in my Kindle library just before my holidays in August. And actually we had been reading it together with my husband and just exchanging thoughts about it. And it's called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. So interesting in its title and it's literally what it says on the tin every essay and there are different essays some of them are about emotions some of them are about like achievers some of them are about us all sorts of things honestly but they definitely change the way you think it's not about the author who uh, like pushes her um, you know views onto you it's about the way we tend to think about things and she just shows a completely different perspective or shows scientific proof that shows that it, what sometimes is like the idea that the society or the mass has around a topic is not necessarily um, right because we kind of tend to believe what the majority believes or I think a lot of people do that and again she challenges that so if you like critical thinking if you like being challenged in your views then definitely that's something that I would that I would recommend it makes me think of a couple of my clients who actually run uh, courses with very very um, with high level learners of English I think that book would be an amazing material for you uh, to have you do courses so uh, if you got inspired then definitely go grab that one And that's it. These are my 12, or maybe I think it could have been a bit more than 12, uh, books that absolutely changed my life and that taught me at least one useful thing each. Most of them, in most cases, it was more than one thing. But because I'm such an eager and keen reader and I finish books very quickly, or actually what I wanted to mention here, I don't finish all the books. And what I accepted in myself is I do have a shiny, new shiny object syndrome, which could be a new book, for example. And I've learned to accept that it's okay to just learn one thing from a book, to read 300 pages, to just have one light bulb moment, or to read something interesting and then just forget about it um, or forget about finishing the book. It's okay because it's also a way of fighting with your perfectionism. Sometimes reading two pages on the toilet literally can change the way you think. And that's what often happens to me. Perhaps not on the toilet because I still listen to audiobooks. So while doing something, but... um, those are the positions that I uh, I had literally no problem coming up with. I could probably give you a few more, but these are the ones that uh, I would start with if you want to get inspired, if you want to develop as a person, and if you want to develop your business. Because definitely there is a lot of growth, personal growth uh, in business that you need to do. So keep on reading. Let me know what you thought about this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Would you like to hear a part two, perhaps? Let me know and I would be super happy 
to share some more resources, podcasts, uh, or other things that inspire me daily on my entrepreneurial journey. All right, teacher. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you back here next week. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.